Well, God is good all the time. Amen. He's always good. Always. Always, always. Well, tonight, um, I'm going to share a word entitled, uh, I've shared this message many times before in the last 25 years, but um, I've named it several other things, but I haven't been able to come with a better name than, than what I've got tonight. And the, and the title of my message is Thankful. We're entering into the Thanksgiving time and season, and, and uh, I don't know about you, but we got a lot to be thankful for. We have so much to be thankful for. And, uh, you know, as, as I look through Scripture and I see this word, I mean, this word is everywhere. Actually, um, the word thankful is, you know, other other meanings of the name or other names that mean the same thing are grateful and appreciative and honoring. Um, they're all action verbs, things that we do. You know, to be thankful is not to keep it to yourself. It's something that is, is, is active, that we have to purpose to do, to be thankful for things. Um, it's easy, it's always easy to give in to emotions and feelings, but it's, it, but it's difficult in life to make a choice to go against the flow. We live in a negative world. I mean, everything is negative. Everything is defined in negatives. And to go against that flow, many times you're accused of being a radical or doing, you know, an extremist or whatever if you go against that flow. And having a thankful heart goes against that flow because today we live in a society, and it's not everywhere, and it's not you. Look at your neighbor and say, it's not you. <clears throat> you know, but we, but we live in a society where, you know, in our society we're almost encouraged to blame others for things that don't go right for ourselves. We can blame the government if, it's not, if things aren't right. Or then we can, you know, blame uh, our job or we can blame people on the job or we can blame our parents or we can blame, you know, teachers or you can blame your pastor or you can blame... I mean, just there's a blame game that, that we've been taught to flow with. There's a flow of blaming others. To go against the grain and take responsibility for your actions a lot of times is is a negative. I mean, it's not with most people that understand how important it is to take responsibility, but in a society that doesn't teach that and does, doesn't train and develop that, it's, it's a negative. And so tonight I, I, I want to I look at the Scripture. The Scripture is, is full of thankful verses, of grateful verses, of appreciative verses, of these, these verses of Scripture that are active in our response to negative situations. Um, think about this statement right here. If you're taking notes, write this down and just remember this. Um, anything that is permitted increases. 
Anything that's permitted increases. No matter what it is. Anything that is permitted increases. Think about that and we'll address that just at the end of the word tonight. Anything that is permitted increases. So, I want to define these these other two words other than thankful that I just mentioned to you. Grateful and are two of the ones I mentioned. Grateful and appreciative. To, to appreciate is to be thankful without obligation. To appreciate is to be thankful without obligation. Grateful is to be thankful without regret or without being possessive or selfish. When a person is grateful, they are being thankful without regret or without being possessive or selfish. In other words, no strings attached. To be, aggre- uh, to be appreciative and grateful and to be thankful. I'm, I'm going to read those two again. To appreciate is to be thankful without obligation. To be grateful is to be thankful without regret or without being possessive or selfish. So, tonight I want to look at a number of verses that have to do with thankfulness and being appreciative and being grateful. And Philippians 4 We'll start there. This is a verse we've read many times around here. I'm going to start with verse 4. For it says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness, or one translation says, Let your unselfishness be known to all men, for the Lord is at hand. Be anxious or worried or fretful about nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. So notice here, when, when you choose, when you make a choice not to be anxious or worried or fretful about anything, but instead replacing it, with an attitude of thanksgiving, it says the peace of God will rule over your heart and mind. If you're looking for peace, it begins in a choice to be thankful. And, and you say, well, you know, well, Pastor, I don't, you know, there's a lot of things that I, that, that are happened or have happened in my life and I don't have a lot to be thankful for. You can find something. You can wake up in the morning The Bible says that the mercy and the grace of God are waiting for you every morning. They're there. They're new and fresh every day. You can be thankful that you opened your eyes and the sun was shining. You can be thankful for the sun. Be thankful that there's life in you and that you've woken up another day. And be thankful for the birds. You ever ever gone through a season in your life when you weren't thankful and you were anxious? 
and, and, and somewhere you just stopped and you sat down and you were outside and you looked around and all of a sudden you just noticed birds that you didn't realize were there and you noticed stars in the sky if it was at nighttime or you noticed things around you. You just look up and see the vastness of the sky and this universe and, and, and how awesome God is. I mean, you have to purpose every day to be thankful for the things around you. You know, you could take from today... You could take the next 12 months of your life and just choose to be thankful every day. I mean, you could get real aggressive with being thankful. You could write things down. You could put pictures up around you. You could remind yourself of things that you can be thankful for. And what will happen is, what will happen, whatever is permitted does what? It increases. So if you begin to be thankful, what's going to happen is thankfulness is going to increase. You continue to be anxious, frustrated, complaining, you know, blaming, uh, you know, looking at others or looking at situations, you know, feeling sorry, self-pity set in and those kind of things. If you, if you permit that, that will increase. But if you allow a heart of thanksgiving to begin to overtake you by practicing it every day, that's what's going to increase in your life. You're going to have a thankful heart and a, and, and a thankful attitude. So... Let's look at how thankfulness works. I believe that, that having a thankful heart or thankfulness in itself is a weapon. It's a weapon. And it works for you as a weapon. I want you to notice in Ephesians chapter 4 a couple things that are mentioned in Ephesians 4. Um... In verse, um, verse 21, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off, say that, say it again, put off, that you put off, and, and in verse 25, it says, therefore, putting away. So, thankfulness is a weapon. Having a thankful heart and a thankful attitude is a weapon that puts off and it puts away. And notice what the scripture, these two verses of scripture talk about. The first one, that you put off concerning your former conduct... The old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, verse 23 says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness. Verse 22 says that you put off. And verse 24 says, and you put on. So we put off of us the old ways and old attitudes and put on new things. You know the scripture we talk about here a lot, and I encourage you to remind yourself of it all the time. Old things are passed away, and behold, everything is brand new, right? It's amazing what we can do to change the direction of our life by the words of our mouth. Verse 25, again, it says, And putting away, what? Lying. Each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members one of another. 
He said, put away lying or false things. And let's begin to replace negative stuff with positive stuff. Let's begin to, let's begin to, instead of being ungrateful, let's begin to be grateful and thankful for the things that we do have. What can happen? Whatever you permit is what will happen. You, you allow yourself and permit the old things and old ways and, and ways that have, that have tried to rule your life. You allow those to remain in your life and you choose not to put those off. Then what remains and, and what is permitted is what will increase. I don't know about you, but I, there's some things in my life I don't want increasing. I, I want to be busy daily putting off. Everybody say put off. And, and you cannot put off if you don't change what you say. This passage right here, and I won't, I'm not going to go into reading all of it, but this passage here in Ephesians 4, especially in the Amplified, you need to go and read and meditate on because it explains the whole putting off and putting on process. We put off negative stuff, we put off ungrateful stuff, and we put on the positive, grateful, thankful, appreciative attitude through the words of our mouth. And that's where we begin every morning your eyes open, and there's the grace and the mercy of God waiting for you and, and waiting to encourage you and empower you to direct your day by the words that you speak. And, and having that thankful attitude and that thankful heart is so vital every day. Um, so we have the ability based on what these scriptures say here in Ephesians and in a number of different places in the, in the, in the New Testament, we have, we have the ability to put on by speaking, by speaking love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and gentleness and self-control and goodness and meekness and all of those things. We have the ability to put those things on by speaking those things. By speaking from a heart of thankfulness and of love and of joy and of peace and of kindness and those kind of things, speaking those things because they're a result of our meditation. It's because it's where we've been. The scripture we read in Ephesians, the next verse that we didn't read when we were in Ephesians 4, the next verse says this, verse 8 of Ephesians 4. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, and whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything worthy of praise, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and seen in me, these do them, and the God of peace will be with you. That's where peace lies. Peace in our heart. There's a book I read all the time. Uh, by, uh, by an author named Francis Frangepan. Actually, he's a pastor. And it's a book called The Three Battlegrounds. And, and there's a statement he makes in there. He said, peace is the proof of your victory. Peace is the proof of your victory. I'll say it again. Peace is the proof that you're in victory. Peace is. And where does peace come from? Peace comes from Casting away old things, not letting anxious thoughts and anxious, anxious ideas. Listen, we've, we've got all kinds of things that we can be anxious and fretful and, and overcome with on a day-to-day -day basis. But we choose to put those things off and put on a thankful heart.
by the words that we speak and the things that we declare and what we say out of our mouth. And it starts the first thing in the morning every day of your life. You know, I, I had somebody tell me one time, hey, you, know, I, you know, I just, I, 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 don't, I don't pray in the morning. I got to drink coffee and I got to wake up and all those kind of things. And I thought, well, drink your coffee and wake up. But my gosh, Father, thank you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy that are new to me every day. I thank you, Lord, today for, for all that you've done for me. I thank you, Lord, that this is the day that you have made. And I rejoice and I'm going to be glad in this day and I'm expecting great things to happen today. I mean, just drink your coffee, but be thankful, you know, and let it start right there. What will happen if for the first 10 minutes of every day that when your eyes open, that all you do is speak thankful words out of your mouth and start thinking of things in, in, a, in a grateful, thankful way to speak over people's lives, especially people that irritate you? You know, the Bible is real clear. What does it really profit you when you're good to people that are good to you? I mean, it's good. I mean, be good. But what about doing good to people that, that are not so good to you? or that irritate you or frustrate you or do things, you know, in a certain way, you know, in your life. What, what, what do we do with those people? That, it, it's people that irritate us that are trying to get to us and get control of our life, and the enemy's using them to see what your response is going to be because what you respond in determines the condition of your heart. See? So we keep working on our hearts through the things that we speak, and over time, we, we develop something that's not just what we do for six weeks. It's something we do for a lifetime. So you can start today for the next 12 months, set a goal, six months, or whatever you want to do, and, and, and just, I mean, get creative and inventive in how to be thankful and what to be thankful for. And, and listen... How many have ever been in a place, just lift your hand when I say this, how many have ever been in a place where peace was not ruling? And the Bible says peace comes from the heart of thanksgiving. Right? From a thankful heart. When my heart is thankful and when I'm letting thankful words and praise come out of my mouth, that's where the peace of God is. And, the, and, and as as the book that I said I read all the time, that the book says, peace is the proof that I'm victorious. It's when I'm at peace. Not when I'm trying to be at peace. Not when I'm trying to work it out. But because I've been working it out, my heart is at peace. The Word brings peace. Can you say amen? Okay. So, these next few things I want you to think about. You can't, based on a verse we just read here in Ephesians 4 in verse 6, you can't be thankful and be anxious at the same time. Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. You can't be, you can't be thankful and anxious at the same time. You'll be one or the other. And the, and the way that we overcome anxiety, which is out there, it's there every day. The same way that the mercy and grace of God are new and fresh every morning and they're there waiting for you, so is anxiety. So is stress. So are stressful situations that we face every single day. There they are. Open your eyes and you can choose one of the two. Choose to be anxious or I choose to be thankful. Right? There they are. 
Be anxious for how much? Nothing. Nothing. Not anything. How, how many, you don't have to raise your hand about it, but just think about this. How, how many can think that this morning you woke up with a bunch of opportunities to be anxious about a lot of different things? Maybe some people more than others or whatever. But, but the opportunities are there to be anxious. The, the, the opportunities are there to be fretful about certain things. We don't have to choose that. Amen? And the only thing that will cause anxiety to flee is a thankful heart as a result of thankful words coming out of our mouths. Amen? You can't be thankful and speak bitter and worthless words. And we, we read that actually. Go back to Ephesians 4 and start with verse 17. It says, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk or the rest of the world in the futility of your mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that's in them, because of the blindness of their hearts, who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness and work of unclean and greediness. But you have not learned Christ, you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you've heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. What I'm bringing to you tonight is the truth which is the light that causes other things to flee. The entrance of God's word, the entrance of his word brings light and it brings life. It brings a thankfulness and a thankful spirit. And, and, and what it does, what thankfulness will do, it'll chase anxiety right out of your life. It'll chase it. I mean, you, you can begin to see when you start speaking words of thankfulness and, and, and gratitude and, and, and appreciation, you start speaking things like that when your natural mind is screaming that you need to speak the opposite, you, you can visually begin to see that those words are chasing that, that, that other stuff out of your life. And, and, and that's what I want. I, I want to be actively, I want to be in an active position of chasing ungrateful, unthankful things away from me. Because they're like a cancer. And, what, and if you tolerate it and you permit it, it increases. I don't want the increase of ungratefulness. I want the increase of thankfulness. Can you say amen? You can't be thankful. The next thing is you can't be thankful and have an unforgiving attitude. You can't be thankful... And have an unforgiving attitude. Look at Galatians 5. And verse 13. It says, you, you, For you, brethren, have been called to liberty, only don't use your opportunity for the flesh. Don't use it as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For all the laws fulfilled in one word, in this you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, beware lest you be consumed by one another. If you bite and devour each other, in other words, if you, if you find yourself in situations or relationships where you're speaking and having a critical spirit towards another individual, and, and you, if you tolerate that, all it's going to do is breed more of that. You tolerate it, and it'll increase. What will happen is it'll be very easy to be critical of other people and, and what other people do. It'll be very easy for those kind of things to just pop out of your mouth. I tell you, th this is something. 
I can say in my own life that I have worked on very diligently over the last few years of my life because I want nothing coming out of my mouth that is speaking, that is being critical no matter what anybody else does, no matter what anybody else says, I, I want my mouth shut when it comes to being, to being my mouth being used to speaking ungrateful words and, and, and being unappreciative and, and, having, and having myself speak and declare out of my mouth based on the way something appears to be and the way something seems to be. Because the Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man that the end of that is destruction. It's not true. You know how many times over the last few years of my life when, when I, I thought something to be a certain way and, man, I could just feel those words. You ever feel it? It's like they're just like coming up out of your mouth and they want to grab a hold of the person that you want to just hammer with your words. And you want to find somebody to hammer them with. You want to find somebody to, you know, the, you're the hammer and they're holding the nail. Would you hold that nail? You bet. You know, I'll tell you, I'll hold that stinking nail. Bam! Hit him, hit him again. Bam! Bam! I mean, and, you, and there's your mouth, and you're coming after people. And, I, and I've realized how many times that when I would back up and stop and listen to the Holy Ghost on the inside of me, that the Holy Spirit would tell me, you know what? That's not even what they think. I can't tell you how many times the Holy Spirit has revealed to me that that person doesn't even that there's something there that's being stirred up that's not even that's not even real and you're letting you're playing into the hand of the enemy and you're allowing yourself to be used of the enemy instead of your mouth and your words being used to to release stuff in in the spirit realm and over other people that will cause things to change in the lives of other people that's how powerful that our words are and the things that we speak it's amazing what we can accomplish and what can be accomplished in life and in the church when we allow the words of our mouth to just be ruled if you will with this thankful heart and and and, it, and i'm telling you you're not going to just go from being unthankful to being thankful. You're going to practice it. And you're going to, you're going to allow your mouth to speak things and be grateful and appreciating other things and other people. You know, I, I, I just say, I just use this as an example. I'm so appreciative of my wife and, and the blessing that she is to me. And, and all that she's invested in my life through the years, in, in our 35 years of marriage. And all, all I mean, I, I'm so thankful. And, you know, everybody has differences, and you could focus on the differences, but, but it's like the more thankful I am for her, that's all I see. I just see the good things about her. I, I mean, if there's anything that's not good about her, I, I'm not allowing myself to even go there. I mean, I mean, can you do that? Can you, can you live your life that way? Or are you in denial of what is really true? You know, Pastor, we, you know, you, you know, the, if they're really doing this, you've got to make sure that they what? That they pay? You've got to make sure that, you know, they get theirs if they're not exactly the way they're supposed to be. doesn't sound like the spirit of Jesus. Doesn't sound like the heart of Jesus. He, he, he deserved nothing and he took it all. In other, words, in other words, he did nothing wrong, but it was as though what he took on himself is though he did it all wrong. 
when we're the ones that did it all wrong and he died for us. I mean, can, do we have the capability of living a life like that? I say it starts with just having a thankful heart. And a thankful heart comes with words of appreciation and being thankful. And I tell you what, just hearing yourself, tell yourself how thankful you are for somebody that is irritating the credola out of you. It's good for you. It's good for you to say things like that. That's what the Bible says. Be anxious, worried, fretful, complaining about nothing. But in everything with prayer and supplication, declaration, let your requests be made known unto God with a heart of thanksgiving. And it's, it's amazing what will happen. And when you begin to pray for people that appear to be your enemy, what happens is their lives begin to change. But not only that, your life begins to change. Because a lot of times we realize that what was really wrong in the situation, half of it was us. At least. <laughs> Maybe closer to 75%. Hmm? Most of it was us. It's what happens with having a thankful heart. Amen? You can't be thankful. You can't be thankful and be selfish. You can't be thankful and be selfish. The, um, the verse we read earlier uh, in verse, oh, it was in Philippians 4. In verse 4, I think it was. And it says, verse 5, let your unselfishness, verse 5, it says gentleness in the New King James, but the Amplified says unselfishness. Let your unselfishness be known to all men, for the Lord is at hand. The Amplified literally says, let all men know and perceive and recognize your unselfishness, unselfishness, your considerateness, your forbearing spirit, for the Lord is near and he's coming soon. So that means the closer that we get to the coming of the Lord and the end of times and the end of days, that we need to be more and more unselfish than we have ever been before. But you, you'll never be, you'll never be, you, you can't be thankful and selfish at the same time. So what gets rid of selfishness? Being thankful. Voicing thankful words and having a thankful heart towards the lives of other people. So just, you know, just a few things that, that you can't do and be, you know, and, and be thankful. You can't be selfish and you can't be unforgiving and you can't speak bitter things and you can't be anxious and be thankful. So God wants our minds renewed. Yes? He wants our thoughts and our minds renewed. The power, I wrote this down, the power of thankfulness gets your mind off of fruit, fruitless meditation and over onto power thoughts of good toward other people. I'm going to say that again. The power of thankfulness gets your mind off of fruitless meditation fruitless meditation and over on to power thoughts of good toward other people. People thoughts are our problem. 
people thoughts are your problem. That's where we're not thankful, is when our meditation is on people issues. Things that others have done. And, and, and the thankfulness, as I've said over and over and over tonight, is the key to us being liberated of that. I don't want fruitless meditation on things I can't do anything about. I want fruitful meditation on the Word of God and the truth of God's Word. And, and, and as a result of that meditation, words coming out of my mouth me hearing myself speak positive things over the lives of other people. And as a result of that, my heart changing and my heart being thankful. And, and all of my meditation every day, waking up and just giving God praise and thanksgiving to where it becomes something that is a natural reaction instead of something I have to labor to do. And for a while, as you're making changes in yourself, you have to labor for it. You have to labor to have that thankful attitude and that thankful heart. But look at this verse, and we'll end with this. 1 Thessalonians 5. This is a great verse of Scripture. 1 Thessalonians 5. And verse 16. Uh, read verse 15. That's too good of a verse to not read. See that no one renders evil for evil to anyone, but always pursue what is good, both for yourselves and for all. Verse 16. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, give thanks. This is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And as I said earlier, being thankful is more than just something you do for a day, but it's something that God wants in our lives for the rest of our life, being thankful and having that thankful attitude and that thankful heart. I was talking to a person the other day, and um, they were talking about some political things, this, this person was, and they were, they were telling me some things politically that they feel like, you know, we're bad and rough and, and, and that, you know, everybody needed to be aware of and people needed to know that these kind of things were going on. And, and I was listening to him, you know. And, and as the guy was talking to me, as he was telling me this, I was thinking about the way he was saying it. Because what he was saying was trying to get me to take the care of it. He, he was voicing and verbalizing these concerns from a political nature in our country. He was trying to get me to take the care of it and to be anxious 
and to be worried and fretful and in fear and, and, and almost overcome to a point that, and, and a lot of times this happens with us, to a point that what he was telling me was bigger than God. Listen to me. I'm, I'm ending with this, and I want you to really get this. God is not riding in on a horse with the reins in his mouth and a six-shooter in both hands and going to save the day. He's not going to save the day in this country. You know why? Because he's already saved the day. He's already saved us and delivered us, and he's already liberated us and set us free. The way things happen, the way things change, is through us taking instructions from the word that I'm giving you tonight, changing our attitudes by changing our words, and learning what it really means and the power that's in a thankful heart. People say, well, you know, I don't know what the will of God for my life is. We'll start with that verse right there that I just read. The will of God for you in Christ Jesus is to rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in everything give thanks. See, it didn't say give thanks. It says in everything, not because of everything. Oh, God, I'm thankful that the car ran over my dog. You know, oh, I'm so thankful for that. No, 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 not, not, not because of it, but thankful in the midst of things. In the midst of everything that's going on. When, when the guy shared with me the report about the, the politics in our country and he shared the different things with me, okay, I, I hear what he says, but I choose to be thankful in the midst of his reports. And I, I'm not saying I, I'm ignoring it and denying that none of it's true. Well, you know, I, I, I don't listen to all that kind of stuff. Well, you're afraid of that too. See, we don't want to be, we don't want to be afraid of things and we don't want to be thankful for all the messes but we want to be thankful in the midst of them because the power of thanksgiving will change things around us. And you know what I really encourage you? In the next few weeks as we enter into this, this season and it's our Thanksgiving time, national holiday of Thanksgiving, and you know, we eat turkey and we do all the different things that we do or whatever your traditions are, whatever it is you eat, you know, it ain't about that. It's about being thankful for this nation and all that has been done for us, but ultimately about being thankful for what Jesus did for us and what the power of thanksgiving will produce through you to other people. When people see you not complaining, not having a bitter attitude, not being selfish, not just thinking about yourself, when people see that on you because it's a part of you, how can it change other people's lives? It's going against the flow. We live in a world of negativity. I'm telling you tonight because I've challenged myself in this very thing. You don't realize how negative you are. I'm looking at myself when I say it. I've been working on this really hard, but I, I, I can tell you of some negative things that I've allowed to come out of my mouth in the last few months. Not many, but some. And I can, make, I can do better in, in, in that realm. But it's not something, it's not a labor. I've gotten so used to being thankful and speaking thankful things that it's not a labor to do it. It becomes a natural thing. And when, when I don't, when I don't allow thankful things to come out of my mouth, I, my heart is quickly challenged to make the changes. And what happens when people see that? 
People see you thankful and grateful and appreciative, you know, and not moaning, groaning, complaining, and finding everything bad about everything. I mean, you know, I, after a while, I, I just can't be around people that all they ever do is cut everybody down and just, you know, after a while, you just got to shut that flow off. That faucet's got to be turned off. But the only way people can change that kind of mess is when they see something different in you and me. Amen? So, this is my message tonight. It's the word God said to bring you tonight. And I really challenge you to just meditate and then allow yourself to make changes and allow thankfulness to begin to come out of your mouth and to rule your heart. Amen? I'm telling you tonight, you and I can do it. Just, just close your eyes for a minute and just repeat this after me. Heavenly Father, I'm thankful tonight. Number one, I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful for what he's done for me. And I'm taking that thankfulness and allowing other people to see it in me. Tonight, my thankfulness is a weapon that is destroying unthankfulness, ungratefulness, and anything that would bring destruction. Liberty and freedom are in me and coming out of me because of you and your spirit that is in me. Tonight, I purpose from this day forward to develop a heart of thankfulness like never before. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.